You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Hangout. Today we are talking with Mark and Chelsea. Um, Mark and Chelsea are going to be sharing their journey with RA and how cannabis has helped that journey. Um, So if you guys will welcome Mark and Chelsea to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey everyone, good to be here. Hey guys, I'm so glad to be here. Nice to meet you guys. So happy that you were able to be here and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on our podcast. Yeah, of course. We're very excited. So we're just going to kind of jump right into it, guys. Kind of tell us where your journey with cannabis began. Sure. So uh, this is Mark, obviously, and I I started my journey with cannabis like a lot of your listeners probably, which is in high school um, and maybe got in a little trouble in high school. But moving past Mm -hmm. that, (laughs) the more positive side of things, uh, you know, in my, in my early twenties or mid twenties, I started having some, uh, some pain that couldn't really be explained by, by any doctors that I had seen. Mm -hmm. Um, and I went to so many different doctors and, uh, went to a doctor who eventually recommended surgery on my elbow because I was having all sorts of crazy joint and, and muscle pain that he thought was originating there in my elbow. So Mm -hmm. they did surgery to, to completely relocate my ulnar nerve, which is like your, your funny bone nerve. Um, and it really, it really just made things worse. Um, and so for several years, it it took seven years for me to find a doctor who actually asked the right questions and did the right blood tests. And I discovered that I have uh, rheumatic disease, which is what causes rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. And for your listeners that, that might not be aware. That's yes. a little bit different from the traditional arthritis that you normally hear about, osteoarthritis. Um, this is an autoimmune disease that uh, really, basically, my, my immune system is, is overactive and attacks my joints and attacks my muscles. And so, uh, you know, in my journey to, to medicate, I, I learned a couple of things. One is that the pharmaceutical options for treating uh, many autoimmune diseases uh, are, uh, there's lots of choices out there, but all of them come with really, really hefty side effects. Right. Um, for example, one of the main drugs that gets prescribed first is, is a drug called methotrexate. And it's basically like like baby chemotherapy. Um, you, you lose your hair, you um, have, hair, at least for me, I had nausea that was so debilitating that uh, it, it was not even an option for me. So the other drug that ended up being really effective is an injection that's six thousand dollars a month if you don't have it. What? Uh, yeah, wow. two, two injections a month, six thousand dollars. And wow. now, luckily, I had insurance for a good while, mm-hmm. and they had a program uh, with patient assistance to where you would just pay five bucks a month for it. And I was on that for a while, and then that expired. And Fortunately, with my insurance, it was still very expensive, but I was able to afford it for a while until I lost my job. Um, you know, and then at that point, I'm, I'm out of options, basically. Mm-hmm. So right. I started looking um, much deeper into cannabis and how it could help. And one of the things I found in my research is that evenly balanced cannabis strains 
with an, with a, a variety of cannabinoids, but especially a combination of CBD uh, and THC, tended to help me a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it didn't have the same effect that the pharmaceutical drug does of suppressing my immune system, but mm-hmm. that's, that's a positive in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make me as vulnerable to getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it And it really just made it to where I could, I could tolerate living. And that, and that sounds crazy, but it's real life. Yeah. It's real life. It's, it's real life. Yeah. When you have a debilitating disease that puts you in pain all the time, the fatigue is real. The depression is real. The anxiety Mm -hmm. is real. And, Mm -hmm. you know, cannabis just really provided a sort of healing for me that I, that I couldn't really get without. Mm -hmm. What was your go-to, um, that you were like, you found like relief from almost instantly with using cannabis? Like what, what form? So for me, the most instant relief, and I think what what most of your listeners uh, who have experienced something similar would probably agree, is a really instant delivery system like smoking or vaping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for for longer lasting effects, I found that um, oils and tinctures and you know sometimes edibles mm-hmm. are a great option as well. You know, I, if I dose a one to one. Uh, one-to-one meaning an even ratio of CBD and THC. Mm-hmm. Yes. I dose a one-to-one edible. It gives me four or so hours of relief, which which is a big deal. For that is, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a pretty, a pretty good like while. really good amount of time. It is, especially at the right dose. I need a little bit heavier dose than I think a lot of people do, but yeah. um, you know, there, there are ways to make that affordable. Yeah. What is your, um, what, what's yeah. your go-to brand for that? Do you have anything that you absolutely just love? I do. So, uh, locally, things that you can find here in dispensaries. Um, I found actually some topicals to be really helpful. Mary's Medicinals. Yes, I Mary's is so awesome. Recently. They are such a beautiful company. Yeah. It's so like mindfully I, curated. I feel like for patients specifically. Agreed, and I and I have to admit I was really specific when I first looked at the dosage on the on the canister. It was mm-hmm. really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thought, there's probably no way this is going to be effective, but somehow it it really is. Um, it's extremely effective for me. And outside of topicals, in terms of edibles, uh, one of the things I mentioned to you all when we were first uh, discussing leading up to this podcast is that evenly balanced cannabis strains, flowers specifically, are not in, in good supply here yet. That's what you were um, saying when there's I a huge lack it. of true medical cannabis? Yes. Okay. Big time. But, w- but what I have found is that there are some good edibles and some good tincture options. So Nature's Key makes a, a good one-to-one edible. That's so um, funny that you say that. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I've been riding no, the Nature's you, Key Wave, their one-to-one edible for the last, what, two, yeah, two or three months. <laughs> I go through like, no bullshit. I go through a pa- two packs probably a week because I find them to be so helpful. That's awesome. Yeah, they're they're helpful and really the pricing is reasonable. It's comparable to, to bigger brands like Smokey. Yes. Uh, but... But they offer, you know, like like you mentioned, evenly balanced. But they also offer, I'm sure you know this, but several different ratios. Mm-hmm. Like they have a one to five CBD to THC and multiple other options. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea has a two to five that she really, really likes. Uh, yeah, it's so CBD cool because I feel like even you said the flower, but I feel like it. I mean, it definitely trickles into tinctures and really even cartridges, but not pe- not many people are really incorporating CBD and THC in that variety of, you know, like components in a sense, like higher CBD and lower THC, but you can still get all the benefits. Obviously, each edible is for certain patients, but I feel like nobody's really 
doing that. Like not really, not really well anyways, except, I mean, Nature's Key is one of those brands that are doing it, I feel like, really right. I I mean, I'm a big fan of their stuff. Totally agree with that. One other thing I failed to mention is you know, I'm, I'm really picky when it comes to cartridges. I feel like distillate doesn't really do much for me in terms of medical value. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mammoth, oh my Mammoth makes these full-spectrum cartridges. <laughs> I, I, obviously, you know about them. They're so good. They're so good. About them. Yes. Like, yeah, Chelsea did too. They're, they're our favorite. We get them all the time. Um, and they, and they have one called pure love. That's one-to-one as well. And it's, it's fantastic medicine for on the go. I think my sister actually just got that one and she absolutely loves it. Yeah. Chelsea, what was that? The six to one. Yeah. They're six to one. Wait, they have a six to one. one. Chelsea, put your, um, put your mouth closer to whatever you're talking in. Yeah. Um, the six to one really helps with anxiety for me. That's strange. with too much. Yeah, that's actually my sister got it for that. Yeah. So the one they have, um, if I recall correctly, that sticks to one, it's called Highway Fire. Oh, and okay. it's a it's a blend of if you remember if you ever heard of or remember the company Herbs Herbs, um, out of Guthrie. They are a huge hemp farm. Um, they're actually the hemp side of Red Dirt Sun Grown. Oh, that's and cool. Wow. Yeah. So one of their strains from last year, uh, one of their hemp strains is the CBD portion of that cartridge. Um, And it's it's just really great medicine. I know that Bloom in Yukon still has some. Um, I haven't really seen them anywhere else, but they're they're really great. That's really good to know. I'm honestly a big fan of Mammoth. And the fact that you said, like, I, I mean, Brandon knows this. So I work at a dispensary and we sell Mammoth. And I've, I mean, since we start, we open doors. I've been saying that Mammoth is probably, is not probably, Mammoth is the most medicinal cart, I feel like, in the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And it just, oh, yeah. they just do it right. And they're, I think there's one other company that just started doing it, but they're the only ones that are doing the cannabinoid and the terpene profiles in the back. So when I'm helping patients, I'm able to target exactly what terpene they need. They say, I need this and I'm, but I want it to be a sativa or an indica or, you know, whatever. I'm like, cool. Like this is going to be perfect for you because mammoth makes it just so easy and it's perfect for like anyone over the age of 18. Like I have 70 year old somethings that will only vape mammoth and they don't, they've never vaped in their life and they were very hesitant to try it. But then I also have 18, 19 year olds who that's what they swear by. They're such a beautiful company. I love them. It tastes so clean too. Yes. Yes. So clean. Anything else and it, does not, it doesn't burn my throat. It's just, I love them. Yes. They're so, so awesome. Um, so what strain, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say one of the things I really like about them too, is they don't use any fake terpene. Yes. Um, So they, I'm sure you know about their process. Like Mm -hmm. they extract the terpenes during the extraction process, but then put the native terpene back in instead of, you know, getting these fake terpenes that don't taste like the real thing. It really, Mm -hmm. it tastes really close to vaping flour. Oh my gosh. I feel like I taste flour every time, which is so nice. Quality. Yeah. I sometimes... A lot, actually, a lot of the times I don't like to taste flavor because I feel like when I'm vaping flavor, I'm almost vaping like actual tobacco and I don't like that. Yeah, and so right. with Mammoth, it's just like I know what I'm getting every single time. And Mammoth is the only cartridge like I carry it on deck because it's the only one that will help my anxiety go from like 100 to zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Very nice. Yeah. Yes. So, Mark and Chelsea, you guys um, mentioned that you currently have your own home grow and you're um, starting a commercial grow. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So, we've been growing at home for a little while now, trying to find, uh, you know, those strains that are useful for us. Um, I started out growing Durban Poison from a clone. And the reason I went for that strain is because of the potential for THCV, mm-hmm. um, which can be pretty healing. Um, you know, it was a first grow. So, it was. Uh, it didn't turn out as great as I had hoped, but now we're to the point where we're pretty dialed in at home, and we've got a variety of strains. Um, you know, some high THC stuff, but we really love finding those packs that have the potential to have an evenly balanced phenotype in them. I so, feel like that's so hard. Know, a lot of the, it is. It is, and with a lot of the things we grow, like you know, for example, if we pack a, a pop a pack of ten seeds. And let's say that uh, the breeder says they found a one-to-one in there. We might get a one-to-one out of all 10 of those seeds, or we might not get any CBD out of any of them. It's wow. Just, it really is a long process to find, uh, you know, strains that are evenly balanced. And I, I personally believe a big part of that is because not many breeders are really focusing on selectively breeding those secondary and tertiary cannabinoids. It's mm-hmm. all about the THC. I very, Um, I so agree with that. It's so, I feel like it's, I mean, even you trying to find those strains, I feel like that's so not heard of very often. And I love, like, I'm recently getting into CBD and I find so many benefits just in my everyday life, even without the THC component. Um, So it's really cool that you guys are doing that. And I'm sure, I mean, you guys are real life strain hunters because I can't imagine that being very easy. We're just in the beginning stages. Um, You know, I'm, uh, I'm in the process of securing some CBG genetics as well. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's a hemp, hemp hemp strain that is super high in CBG. So our goal really is to, to end up breeding and doing a breeding project that will produce a, a plant that produces flower with some CBG, some THCV, even if, if it's a super low amount, um, of course, plus THC and CBD. So. I think that that's, that's really the passion focus for us is finding the evenly balanced stuff that can be true medicine. Now, that's not to say we won't grow the super fire, exotic, high <laughs> THC stuff because we will and we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the real passion for us lies with the truly medicinal side of things. That is so beautiful. Thank I freaking you. love that. Thank you. How long have you guys been growing for? Uh, so I've actually only been growing for just over a year. I have a lot to learn. Like there, yeah. what's, what's really cool though, is that we're partnering with some people who are veterans. We've been doing this for a super long time and, and I won't mention their name cause we're still in very early stages, mm-hmm. but they, they just pulled down a really beautiful harvest themselves as well. And so I feel like with our focus on the medicinal side of things and their experience with growing super fire strain. Oh yeah. I think that we can come up with some really beautiful combination. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Great teamwork. Yeah. So, um, do you, when you guys are in the grow, is, is there something that you Mark do and Chelsea that you'd like, do you guys have designated roles as to what you guys do when you're in there? It's funny you say that. Like we, it, it started out that way. Um, because when, uh, when Chelsea started getting into it, she had never grown before. And so, you know, a lot of the things that I was teaching her, of course, I had just learned recently as well. Mm -hmm. And we don't really have a segregation of tasks. We sort of like to be in there together Mm -hmm. and, and 
each of us kind of do everything. I um, love that. That's like a that's like, like a great way to bond though too, don't you guys think? It really is. Like yeah, and doing something that you know, taking care of plants that I know will help his pain with no harmful side effects. Like it makes my heart so happy just yeah it's just like it's a safe place it's comfort knowing that well that and knowing that it it was grown with your hand like you know in your home with your hands like and it's treating you know it's such that's so like full circle like smoking things that we've grown together is just it's a really it's very fulfilling yeah Yeah. it's like that's a next level bond right there yeah that's rewarding (laughs) that's awesome Uh, I can't so, tell you ladies how much like it it means to me to walk into the grow room and see her just like laying on the floor, just like <laughs> just, just like looking up in the canopy and just like daydreaming and just being with the plant. It's you definitely know? my happy place. That's uh, awesome. I'm anxious or stressed out, I can just go in the grow room and just take all of. Oh, and the smells. I bet the smells are so amazing. I love the smell of being in a grow room. There's really nothing better. It's like it's indescribable. Is the feel? Is the smell? Yeah. I love how you find your quiet time. time in there too. That's really that's really cool. Yeah. It's not something like you really hear of, but that's awesome. Yeah, I can just go and sit in there and just <laughs> Do you do you meditate or anything? We just started doing yoga together actually, but there are times where I do just kind of go in the grow room and take it all in and meditate in there yeah that's like a perfect spot to do it decide a time to meditate but really is yeah there's just a new respect for the plant when you when you shift your perspective from recreational use which is of course what i started out with years ago Mm -hmm. to looking at it as a holistic medicinal thing you know can help so many different elements i grew up watching family members have yeah yeah to open up that door but it's cool that you guys um are growing your own and you know, trying to work on a commercial grow too, because you'll be able to provide people. It sounds like with like quality, you know, really true to you guys and what you're doing. And I feel like very specific medicine because right now, I mean, I know people are growing intentionally. I'm not trying to take that away, but I mean, just like with the phenotypes you guys are trying to look for and the higher CBD, I only have come across one flower with or one strain that had like maybe I think 3% CBD, which was like the highest I've seen in Oklahoma. Like, I mean, you know, but it's, it's cool that you guys are providing very specific medicine because I feel like it's very needed and it's, I feel like it's just needed to be educated on as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people strictly look at THC percentages, which there's nothing wrong with high THC. That's great. But like for me, some of my favorite things that I've smoked were 15 to 20 percent, not the 30 plus. And for me, it's more medicinal, and I think if other people can open their minds to that, um, it's be amazing. I, I agree with that. A, Go I'm ahead. Sorry to no, 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 you're good. <laughs> you're good. Go ahead. Um, I, I was just going to add to her comment in that, you know, 
I, I fully support, we fully support recreational use. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't think people should ever be in jail for, mm-hmm. for cannabis. But I also think that the, the medical side is just vastly underserved here. And that's not a, that's not a dig at anyone who's growing here. We, we've made some really great friendships with growers here, some really incredible people mm-hmm. that, um, you know, their hearts are in the right place. Um, I hope you don't mind me shouting out a specific grower. But go for it. Yeah, go for farm, it. If you've heard of Gray Matter Farm, mm-hmm. um, they're they're pretty special. You know, they it's an all no-till organic grow. Um, you know, they don't use any chemical inputs. And I know there's several companies doing that here in OKC, but we just happen to be well acquainted with these guys. Right. And their heart is is really in it. Like they truly believe in the power of this as medicine. They're veterans and uh, you know, have very specific use cases for it themselves that I'm sure you can imagine anybody who's a veteran does. Mm-hmm. And it it's just really been incredible getting to know all these different growers, them included, and seeing their different motivations. There's there's only a few that I've met, and I won't mention names, only a few that I felt like maybe their hearts were not in it, in the right place, but they were just in it for the money. There's yeah. nothing wrong with making money. Uh, but I just prefer, we prefer ourselves for it to be uh, for it to be helping people as well. Yeah, as it should. I've always, like, since I was little, all I wanted to do is help people in some way with whatever my career might end up being. And I really feel like this is a great way that I can help people. It makes you feel so wholesome. Clean medicine. Yes. Right? Yes. It makes you feel I so stinking wholesome. America. Ugh, corporate yeah, America. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> right? Yeah, I still work for corporate America. And, you know, I likely will for a little while, even after we launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the way that it goes. But, you know, I'm I'm so uh, enlightened and just excited by hearing the stories of all these other people who were also in corporate America and yes. really just had such a passion for the plant mm-hmm. that they were able to make it work, even some of them without outside investment of any kind. Mm-hmm. You know, they worked 18-hour days until they were off the ground enough to where they could, uh, you know, they could launch their business fully and just do that full time. And we're so thankful for the opportunity to even pursue it. And mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine doing this all day, every day for a living. It's, yeah. It's, pretty exciting. it's such a privilege to be able to do it too, you know? We are very fortunate mm-hmm. here. Our, our medical laws, as you two obviously know, are among the best in the country, if not the best. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. We, got, we got very lucky. Here we did, didn't we? I Out of all places, yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Like, I think a lot crazy. of people were surprised. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of my out-of-state friends still don't realize what it's like here. Um, you know, they all still, a lot of them still think of Oklahoma as, you know, backwoods with no, uh, <laughs> no real progressive initiatives to speak of. And, and I'm so happy to say that that's not the case. I think the cannabis movement here is something really special. Yes. It's something to be proud of. It is. So, and just to add to that real quick, sorry, one more thing is that I, for the longest time have wanted to get out of this state. Um, same. And I, I, people might hate me for that. Okay, good. No, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I graduated high school in 2001 and moved here right after to go to college. And so many times I'm like, all right, after I'm done with this job, I'm out of here. Like, I'm going to find somewhere else to live. And then, you know, I... And then we even talked about that when we first started dating. Yeah. <laughs> when are we going to get out of this state? But now it's like, okay. I know. Look at all of us now. That is so crazy you guys say that. Because <laughs> I felt the same way. I always wanted to go to Oregon or Colorado. 
And yes, it was always my dream. Yes. I just love nature. And then obviously with marijuana being legal, there's so many beautiful things. I was like, I got to get out of this place. But now, you know, I'm proud to be like from Oklahoma and be here right now with the industry. It's every, things are just booming. Yeah. So we're, we're very much late to the game with, with getting into the industry, but I, I feel like there's space for it. See, I don't think there's such a thing as getting in too late. You know, like like, welcome to the party. Yeah. If anything, I feel like you guys are a little bit like smarter to wait just to, so you could like absorb all the knowledge and absorb all the laws that are happening. Yeah. I kind of observe everyone else and then be like, okay, this is the things not to do. And this is what we want to specialize in. So let's focus on this. Like, I think you guys are really smart to do that. Where do we fit in? Thank you. That's really nice. Yeah. So another like, Starting with a home grow, you know, that gives us the ability to, starting small, you know, you can learn a lot. Like, it gives us the chance to learn what we really want to specialize in, I think. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's that's such an amazing thing. So what strains are you guys growing at the moment? Good question. Chelsea, you want to take this one? Yeah. So we have um, a couple of phenos of ice cream cake sherbet, Ooh. which is... Um, Ice cream cake, crossed with sunset sherbet. Here's that bread by um, humble seed company, yeah, right? That, that one's seed junkie. Seed junkie. Seed oh, junkie. Yeah. Um, and then we have fresh biscotti. We have a couple of phenos of that from Colorado. It's a it's a biscotti Sunday cross. Okay, mm. man, these sound good. I'm like, is this food that you're describing, or what's happening? <laughs> Are you hungry all of a sudden? Yes. <laughs> so, um, we actually just set up two organic beds, um, and one of them was ready for plants. So we put what did we what three did we put in there? Uh, so we put uh, Hindu Kush, which is uh, was gifted from Gray Matter Farms, actually. Um, there's also a grape stomper in there, which was also gifted by them. Um, seeds, not clones. And then, uh, and then the third one is one called Cough Drops, which is by, which is by DNA Heritage Genetics, and it's it's a cross between LA Confidential and Harlequin. So that's one that has Harlequin is a CBD cultivar. So mm-hmm. that one has the potential to be pretty evenly balanced. Mm-hmm. We're really, really hoping that it is. You know, we, yeah, we take clones of everything before we put it in the flower, just in case we run across a phenotype that has exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're really excited to see how that one turns out. That's so cool. We can't wait to hear about it. Please keep us and our listeners posted. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, we so the fu- oh, go ahead. Last run, oh, no, no, go ahead. Last run, we had cream, uh, CBD cream and cheese. Back seeds one. So we were excited about that because it had a potential to be a one to one. It ended up it ended up not being what we were looking for, uh, but you know that's. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah that's how this so, goes. Right. Trial and, and error. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, but <laughs> and to each his own. It was, it was just, yeah, and it was very. I don't need a lot of THC to feel anything, and it, it tested low, but it still relaxed me, and I was still a fan. So. You are a happy camper. I am. <laughs> um, so tell us this out. I know you out of your children, you can't pick a favorite, but what uh, what one are you most proud of? I see sherbet number four. Yeah, our so frosty girl. Ice cream cake times sunset sherbet BX one number four. Mm. Um, we're we're 
actually going to harvest her tonight. She's ready at like just under 60 days. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yes, it's so exciting. And she is, uh, she's incredibly just trichome covered, frosty top to bottom. Like the fan leaves are even like so covered in trichomes that they're curling inward. Like they're, it's just. It's absolutely beautiful. Not the hugest yielder in the garden, but it smells just like the Sunset Sherbert strain. Yeah. Um, and it, it seems like it's going to be a winner. So we're excited for the clones we took of that one. Just so you guys know what our faces look like on this end, our mouths are dropping. And <laughs> both of our mouths are probably salivating. <laughs> so we're, we're you're, really... You're painting us a nice picture. You're on the microphone. Yes. Yeah, I know it's, it's weird doing this remotely over the phone. You know, we can't show you any of this stuff, but... I know. Um, yeah, I'm glad we it's post lots of pictures. Yeah, we post lots of pictures and we're just we're so excited. We feel so blessed. Uh, sometime in the near future, we would love to come um view your babes. Yeah, yeah we would love to have you. Welcome anytime. Thank you. So have you guys lived in Oklahoma for like the the majority of your life, would you say? I was I was born in Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've lived I've lived here since two thousand one when I graduated high school. So really all of my adult life. Okay. Okay. Right on. That's awesome. Um, so, so basically native. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty much native. I feel like anything after 10 is native. Um, I guess my last question is what strain are you smoking on right now? Ooh, good question. So our last harvest um, is, is what we're smoking on still. <laughs> We've got some uh, lemon Jeffrey that uh, tested like, at 30%. Wow. Uh, THC, which, yeah, which is, is just one, Lemon Jeffrey from IRE Genetics in Colorado, which, by the way, for any of your listeners that might be just starting to grow, check out IRE Genetics. Their seed packs are like 60 bucks for a pack of 10 or um, or 60 bucks for a pack of five feminized. And they're wow. really good genetics for the price. And we got some, some real yeah. killer stuff out of that. Um, the Lennon Jeffrey, and then we're smoking some stuff from our buddies over at Gray Matter Farms as well. Um, my favorite from them is their Grape Stomper. It's mm-hmm. your Goldilocks. Yeah, it's my Goldilocks strain. Um, you know, it's the one for me that just checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. And it only has a small amount of THC in it, but something about the terpene profile mm-hmm. plus the cannabinoids is very medicinal for me. And it just, it never makes me anxious. It just makes me feel so good and happy and like warm. Um, and really does smell like grape candy. It's, it's delicious. Don't you love when you find a strain that that like hits all of your boxes and you're like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is this is perfect. Yeah, the ripcord. Yeah, ripcord. Ripcord. So <laughs> ripcord is from a small breeder you probably haven't heard of. No. He's just like an Instagram breeder um, named. He goes by Organarchist. So he's from Oregon, Organarchist on Instagram, and he has a strain called Ripcord. And that one is awesome. It smells like if you feel like cutie, like a little mandarin oranges, mm-hmm. it smells exactly like Oh my gosh. Like and Chelsea's one of those that like, I've had her smell strains of weed before and I'm like, oh, doesn't this smell just like, you know, uh, lemon heads or something? She's like, oh, it smells like weed. <laughs> this one though, she definitely, she was like, whoa, she was the first one to mention it. This smells like good nose you have a very good nose. That comes um, in handy. It does. It Especially does. with his allergies. He's like, smell this because I can't. <laughs> That's funny. But that one, it like, it's, it's 
perfect. It's just mellow and it's relaxing, but yeah, uplifting. It doesn't make you tired, but it really mellows you out. The which... other day, we were both just like, we were both sad just because of the COVID shit and just right. like, we were just kind of bummed out. And then we smoked out and all of a sudden we're laughing and like going on a walk and wow. just so happy. And it's Isn't crazy. cannabis awesome? Find a strain that can, yes, just like, like in general. A strain that just it's like a 180. Okay, I'm happy now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's so cool. So question for you, because you guys have me very interested in this grape. What is it called again? Grape what? Grape Stomper. Grape Stomper. Where can I find them. it? Yeah, um, Bloom Cannabis Company in Yukon currently has some. They're the only place I know for sure, just because they're just down the road. Um, but I know they definitely have some. I saw it on the shelf just yesterday. Perfect. I'm about to pay Bloom a visit. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that Thank recommendation. Those nature's, key, those nature's key gummies as well. You're welcome. Perfect. So um, is there anything else that you guys want to hit on before we finish this podcast? I don't think so. I think it's just really important for for everybody, your listeners and just anybody in general, to understand that cannabis is just such great medicine when you shift your perspective from the recreational, which there's nothing wrong with, to the medicinal um, you know, just find what's right for you. If that means finding a strain that has CBD in it, I just truly believe that cannabis in some form can be medicine for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and just to add to what Chelsea said just a little bit, you know, um, I grew up in a Mormon household. <laughs> Obviously I'm very much not Mormon anymore, but was, you know, it, it, all the friends and family I have that are still in the Mormon church, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, still, like, it, it's very, um, I guess, vilified. Cannabis mm -hmm. still is. And and it's not just, I don't want to single them out. Like, it's it's a lot of people, you know, you'll see them criticize cannabis but pop opioids. Oh, right. my mom My mom does that. Not, not the opioids part, but she is, we're from Pakistan, and she... They've, it's always just been perceived as one way. And so that's just how she uh, perceives yeah. it. And she's more open now because obviously I'm in the industry. Um, she recently had one yeah. bad little experience. So she's like put off again. But I'm like, no, that's not how that works. Just like with any medicine that your doctor prescribes you, cannabis is the same thing. So didn't I see a post from you about your dad? Yes. <laughs> yes. So he ate yeah. a, he actually yeah. ate. Yeah, so he actually ate a nature's key gummy with me. He ate the five to two. Um, he, my parents had gotten into a car accident, so he was in a lot of pain. And he, but he wanted medicine. But he was like, my dad's very much so. I guess I'm like my dad, not my dad's like me. But um, he's very like, I don't want the side effects. And so I was like, well, I have something for you. And yeah. kind of, it was the perfect door opener for me. And he took it, and he he was like, wow, I've never slept better. And he did end up having to take a pain medicine because he just obviously got into a car accident and. Figuring out your dosage is that fast is not obviously attainable, but no. he was, he no. definitely said he slept amazing and he was like, that was awesome. And he's definitely not opposed to trying more. Yeah, my grandma a couple weeks ago um, ended up using cannabis for the first time. She's having nerve pain in her feet and she smoked. She's never smoked before to my knowledge. Wow. That's some of our homegrown, in fact. She, she said it helped her so. 
Well, that's just so cool. I feel like, I mean, I know from myself anyways, when my dad was eating that gummy, I found so much enjoyment just watching him. I was just smiling from ear to ear. I remember my mom saying she's so happy that you're eating uh, weed right now. And I was like, yeah, I am because it's helping him. Hello. Yeah. And just like seeing their mindset change. Yes. Being open enough to even try it is a huge deal. Oh my gosh, my it's huge. My, my lifelong Oklahoman. Yeah, well, my siblings tell me all the time, they're like, the fact that you got them to try this, like, how the hell did you do that? And I'm like, they just needed to be educated and they just needed a little bit of a nudge. Yeah, I really hope that, like, stereotype and stigma that surrounds cannabis, I feel like over the next five to ten years I hope I hope it just disappears it will I mean and that's why we're here and that's why we're talking to you guys you know like what we're doing talking about it is one of the only and best ways to be able to break it so I just want to say thank you thank you guys so much for just taking time out of your day yeah we've enjoyed you guys um I'm just gonna shout out your Instagram handles for anyone who's listening um they have Okla OKLA underscore home grow. Their handle's also OK Cannabis Review. And then Chelsea's is OK.grower.girl. So make sure you guys go check out um, all of their stuff. They have pictures of their grow and everything like that. So you can kind of um, get an idea of what we're talking about. Thank you so much. And, and just to add a little bit on that OK Cannabis Review account, I mostly do reviews of cannabis samples that I purchased from around the metro. Okay. I haven't been super active lately um, because we've been so focused on our own grow, but That's I'm looking okay. to pick that up real soon. And and we, we have a, a good amount of followers on there. And, and when we do post, we have some great, uh, great conversations. So I hope people will join us on all those yeah. guys' Instagram accounts. Yeah, absolutely. I do too. Well, guys, thank you so much yeah. for um, coming on here. And I hope your afternoon is awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Look forward to meeting y'all in person. Yes, hopefully soon. Take care. Thanks, Mark and Chelsea. All right. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's episode of the Cannabis Hangout. We hope you learned a thing or two from Mark and Chelsea. They were so awesome. We really enjoyed them. Yes, so fun to talk to. And very knowledgeable. Yes, they're very knowledgeable. Very smart. But yes, thanks guys for joining us and stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.